Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 96 of Turtle Recall. I am your host, Jason Swale, and joined with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely uh, and got our podcast sponsored by the House of Haha ha wife, Anna. Hello, everyone. Hello. How's it going? Uh, this week, we are going to be looking at the episode, Raphael Knocks Him Dead, and there, uh, there, there is no murdering uh, like that Raphael does in this episode. Uh, or as Michael uh, Atkins has pointed out, unless if you count his bad punts. So over the past uh, weekend, Anna and I, we went to uh, Ranger, uh, Ranger Stop and Pop uh, over here in Atlanta. And it was our first convention we went to ever since, like, like you know, the whole country shut down and everything because of, like, uh, COVID-19. And, uh, honey, what did you think of the convention? Um, I actually really had fun. Even though the convention wasn't too big, but in compared with the, um, years before, it, it grew so much. And yeah. I had so much fun. Yeah, oh, that, that is something we want to mention, is that, uh, we went to the first, uh, the first year the convention is. And this is, well, technically, this is, like, the fourth year, but this is the third convention they had because there was a year that they didn't have the convention um but like just that span of that short uh lifetime span like it grew a lot like we were like really surprised because if you remember when we last time we went to it the room was so empty and then this one it was very full of like vendors yes it was it was like very full Right, and obviously uh, our big draw uh, of it was the uh, Ninja Turtle guest. Uh, like, you know, um, personally, Anna and I, we've been avoiding conventions uh, lately only because uh, the big reason is uh, uh, our son is uh, will be turning four in September, and uh, as of right now of this recording, there is no uh, vaccine uh, for his age. And so, uh, if we catch it, like, our symptoms um, w might be, like, not there or uh, we, we don't notice or, like, not severe. But we don't want to pass that over to him where he's more vulnerable to it because he can't have the vaccine yet. So, uh, we went to this convention because we knew that this is a lot smaller than the other conventions we go to. Uh, it, it, but it was, it was cool seeing it grow, uh, but the main reason we went to this one was because of the Ninja Turtle guest, um, I mean, and they had, like, a good amount of, uh, a guest, they, uh, Judith Hogue, uh, for, you know, the April from the original movie, uh, Ken Scott, who was the, uh, the actor inside the Raphael costume for the first two movies, uh, we also had Brian Tochi, who did the voice of Leonardo in all three movies. And we had Francois Chow, uh, uh, who did Shredder in Secret of the Ooze. And all four were 
great people. We got to meet all of them. We also had the other April. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. I cannot forget. We also had uh, Veronica uh, Taylor, who is the voice of April in the 2003 show. And um, speaking of Aprils, Aprils remember us. Like, <laughs> uh, we interviewed both uh, Veronica and, and Judith, and they both, like, saw us, and they completely... Like, remembered us, and, like, you know... And Judith was giving you, uh, uh you know, pregnancy tips, uh, especially since this was your second child. Yes, yes. And, she was uh, giving me some very cute tips. Yeah, yeah, she was giving me, like, really good tips, like, because, um, I mean, honestly, when... I, which is, like, amazing. Um, Usually when people ask you, is like, like, oh, is this your first child, and you say no, then they kind of, like, move on. They're like, oh, you know all... You know everything. But she was like, oh... Oh, uh, do this to make sure, like, you know, uh, the older brother, like, uh, is gonna, like, love the child. Like, you know, she was giving, like, some really cool, like, tips that we just didn't think about. Yes. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and, and, and the ranger guests, uh, uh, that we met, uh, they were all, uh, great, too. Uh, we didn't spend too much time with them because we are mainly Ninja Turtles. And it's funny, because, like, everywhere we walked, mainly because of my outfit and my hat, People knew, like, you guys are Ninja Turtle fans. Hold on. Let's let's bring out some Ninja Turtle stuff for you. Uh, I will say the highlights of the convention uh, really really wasn't more the guests. It was more of my friends that I only see, see in conventions that I haven't seen in, like, over two years. So it was, like, really cool, like, catching up with them, uh, seeing them again, talking with them. Because, like, I mean, it got to the point, like, Anna was like, is there anyone that doesn't know you here? <laughs> I know. By the way, we are... I don't know. I know it's, it doesn't relate to the convention. Yeah. But I remember that uh, we are very close to Father's Day. We are close to Father's Day. And I just want to respect Splinter this episode. Oh, we will. We will 100% respect Splinter in this episode, as he's not in this episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... I do want to go over uh, some things that I was not particularly happy with with this convention. Um, and I've talked to some of the people who ran it, and they said, and like one of my big concerns, uh, like they said they're gonna uh, they're gonna try to do uh, a better way to do it. Uh, but so at conventions, the one thing Anna and I would like to do is because this is like pretty much our best chance to get with these guests and we like to do interviews with them and like you know in the past we've always had like we were always able to get interviews as long as we had the, the press pass uh we've always been able to get interviews uh, uh with these uh individuals and everything this convention they decided that the guests were not allowed to do uh one-on-one -on -one interviews with people and instead um they would be in this uh, press room and on this schedule. And your scheduled time with the people is the only time uh, that that you're allowed to do. Uh, and now, unfortunately for us, uh, the, the Ninja Turtle guests, they were scheduled at like 11 a.m. Saturday morning. We have a three-year-old. It's really hard to get to a convention that early in the morning. Yeah, also we didn't know that it's Right. Going also to be yeah. Like... Th yeah, we didn't know about this. I mean, if we knew about this, 
we probably would have like planned around this like you know i probably would have like grabbed like you know like grabbed the child and like you know put him in the chair like you're going no i wouldn't have done that but (laughs) but like we probably would have tried earlier to get him to go yeah but uh but i agree i i really don't like this no, I, system I, that they I, I didn't like the system of in in like because what was bad about it because it wasn't like you got like an individual time uh, with these people you had to share it with everyone else who also wanted to interview with these people so it was like just having a miniature uh, panel yeah because it was like like at least like twenty uh, press people right exactly and like. Uh, I don't know, like maybe eight or ten celebrity. Right. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I think. Th- I think there was a little more. Maybe. Maybe like. Maybe like twenty or something like that. I don't know. Um. But I only ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was only ten minutes. So, that was the thing. So like. So depending on how many people showed up, you probably had a chance for like one or two questions. I, uh, I don't think even two. It depends on how much people had question, but. Barely you could have one question. Right, right, right. Barely you could have, barely you could have one question. And like, I understood, I understood like the their point of it is because when when the when the people are doing like, uh, interview individual like interviews with people, that's like taking away time from them from like signing autographs and uh you know uh, taking pictures with with other people. That I understand, but he, I mean. At the same time, like especially like uh like su- uh Sunday, like some of these guests, except for Judith, I think Judith was the only one who was like consistent, and also uh, uh for Ninja Turtle wise, uh Veronica, uh because uh Veronica always had guests too. Um, that I mean you know because Veronica she was also the voice of Ash from Pokemon, so a lot of people are more interested in that than uh than uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, unfortunately, but like. But like like Brian, Ken, and and Francois, like they had like they had like no no they had like a lot of downtime and like you know we could have like interviewed them during that time. Is this that we didn't want to uh, because of the way that the convention was like like we didn't want to like like dishonor the convention with their rules because you know like they made the rules. We're not gonna be try to go behind their backs on them because that's not that's not right on us either yeah but and i like i i i understand where they're going at it's just that they really took away that one-on-one time and that's the point of like the interviews uh i mean not just like i don't know i i was not a fan of this i talked to uh some of the staff members uh they said that they're going to uh, they said that they're planning to do it another way to still have that press room thing, but maybe have it like where people can sign up to do one-on-one interviews, but keep that limited. I mean, to be honest, I think that's probably the best way, but I wish there was a way for us to be like, oh, hey, can, um, like, you know, if like that way, like, you know, like, like I said, like, uh, like, like Brian Tochi, he was like there by himself. Uh, for like majority of Sunday, like it would have been great if I could say, "Hey, can I schedule him away from his desk uh, for ten minutes to do an interview in like in like a a secluded room, and then 
and then he comes back and like you know because when they see like you know, oh they don't watch one thing i do want to note about uh brian was that uh he obviously partied uh uh too hard on on saturday night because sunday he couldn't talk at all so even if uh even if we wanted to interview him on Sunday, we couldn't because he had no voice. <laughs> it was a funny thing. Uh, but overall, overall, we were happy to go to convention. Uh, you know, and um, if you guys have some uh, local conventions, like especially. Especially soon, our son is going to be uh, old enough for for a vaccine, and also uh, I have a friend who works at C- the CDC, and they said that uh, a vaccine's coming for his age, uh, hopefully soon. Uh, like you know, uh, let us know. I mean, because honestly, we would love to meet up with you guys, and that was our biggest that was our big fun with with conventions was meeting up with the people who watched us on YouTube, and now and ever since we had this podcast, we never really had a podcast meetup, and we know we we actually got like more audience members now because of the podcast <laughs> um and then uh, all right so one more thing before we move on to news i actually want to mention this because you know honey uh you know what episode we're on right now um uh, for our podcast what episode we are on 96 oh wow yeah that means in four more weeks next month we will be on episode 100 we have to celebrate 100. Yeah, we definitely have to celebrate 100. I'm going to order a cake this time. I know I said I was going to do it for 50, and I never did it. We're ordering a Ninja Turtle cake this time for 100. Also, our plan for our 100th podcast, we are going to be looking at the 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 drugs and alcohol PSA uh, special uh, all-star uh, cartoon uh, to the rescue. And... Uh, ho- and we're hoping to get some other guests from other podcasts that are not Ninja Turtle related, but but they're related to other characters from uh, uh, from that uh, from that special. Uh, now, like it, it should be interesting. This is not like this is not like a nin- like this is not a full Ninja Turtles special, but it's gonna be it, it'll be interesting. And if we can get uh, some of these guests on, because uh, we had some interest in there uh, from people, we just. Got to work on uh, schedules. It'll be really fun just to just kind of like just talk about this. And we want to keep it in the multiverse. All right. So that's coming up in the podcast. But let's let's go ahead and get with the news with myself and news correspondent Mike. As we're going to be talking about Shredder's Revenge. Which I appreciate you guys pausing uh, that game to listen to this podcast. All right. You ready, honey? Yes. All right. Let's do this. This week, we're going to be talking about a lot, a lot of Shredder's Revenge, and including the release date, which you guys should know, but we will, like, you know, reveal it, uh, just in case if you were under a rock uh, the past, like, week. Uh, but before we get into Shredder's Revenge, uh, Dirt, we do have so, a couple of, of uh, video game news, surprisingly. I, I don't know. I guess these companies were like, hey, Shredder's Revenge come in. Let's go ahead and uh, bring out some Ninja Turtle stuff ourselves. Uh, so, kids love those turtles. Yeah, kids just love those turtles. Exactly. So the first thing I do want to talk about is uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Uh, so uh, this game, if you guys... <laughs> oh, what a way to start. Yeah, what a way to start, exactly. Uh, this game, if you remember, uh, the only reason we talked about it like a few months ago was because when the, the core game came out, it came with the turtle van. We're like, hey, they had the turtle van on it. They also have the Batmobile. They have the Mystery Machine. Uh, so 
uh, season pass three, I think, or volume three, whatever they call it like this, uh, just got released. And in this, uh, so you can right now get the Donatello uh, character car. So with that, now you have all four Ninja Turtle character cars because they already released Leo, Mikey, and uh, Raph. Uh, so so now we have finally have the fourth one. And also coming in this wave, uh, I believe it's going to be next month, I think uh, July 14th, if I remember correctly, Shredder, the Shredder character car, is also coming. So we're going to have a total of six like Ninja Turtle-like themed Hot Wheel cars. I hope it's called the Shredder Mobile. Uh, it should be called the Shredder Mobile. It just it's just called like Shredder. Like it's just TMNT Shredder. That's all. Oh, that's boring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, have you actually seen the car? Like, I mean, did you collect any of these? Because they are actually based off like real Hot Wheel cars. That they I have I have seen these when I'm out toy hunting. Yeah. Um, I personally do not collect uh, Hot Wheels anymore. I used to when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the last Hot Wheel that I've bought in the past 15, 20 years. That's an actual car, not like a space, like a Star Wars ship or something, uh-huh. uh, was the party wagon. Oh, nice. uh, the first the first party wagon edition, not the cool one with the opening door and the movable laser cannons. Oh, because oh, I so, really want that one. Oh, oh, that that's a real that's like the real toys or something like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So you got like the the ninety nine cent one that you can find like yeah. So I have the ninety nine cent one, and because I had been looking for it for a while, yeah. And then I was literally out grocery shopping, and uh, some grocery stores still have like right. a toy aisle, right? And just on a LARF, I was like, let me go check, and I found two party wagons. Nice. So nice. Uh, Bought one, left one for the next collector. Yeah. That is a golden rule. Uh, yeah, d- definitely. Um, I will say for, like, you know, because I'm a child, uh, like, when I go grocery st- store uh, shopping, like, the Hot Wheels, because they're a dollar, they are the greatest, like, hey, kid, calm down kind of thing. Uh, just, just, like, while I go shopping. Um, oh, but- yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, a universal thing from when I was young. Like, yeah. You know, so I'm I'm glad to see that tradition is still alive and thriving oh, in America. Oh, 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 yeah, 100% still alive. Now, soon I'll have two, so I'm going to have to, like, buy two cars. And this is going to be, like, double, like, it's going to be $2. To $1 oh, per boy. Week. I know. I know, exactly. Uh, so, uh, uh, also, uh, the... The pass is thirty dollars. It comes with like a bunch of other cars. I think Volume Three has uh, the Looney Tune cars, like the whole set, and uh, but the cars individually uh, are two dollars each. So you can get Dontello and Shredder when he comes out for two dollars each. And if, and just as a reminder, you know, don't forget the other three turtles are also available. So uh, the other news is actually from the video game company Hi-Rez Studio, which is like literally a twenty minute drive from my house. Uh, they are releasing a new skin for uh, their character Kuzunobu. Uh, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, which is going to be Slash. So yeah, so this is uh, really cool. So this is this is for the video game Smite. Yes, uh, which is a free to play game. Yeah, so it's okay. Uh, so this is for the video game Smite, uh, which is kind of like uh, an online brawler kind of game, like not really Smash Brothers, but like. It's an arena fighter kind of yeah. beat em up thing. Uh, I have looked at it, but I was like, you know what? I, I don't, if I don't jump on a game like this when like the skins that I want are available, 
most of the time those skins don't come back. So I'm immediately like, I don't want to play this if I can't play as the character I want. Um, so this is, uh, I think, the second time that the Turtles have crossed over with Smite. Yes. Uh, the first one was the four turtles. Um, right. I think Shredder and Shredder and Splinter, Splinter were in they, that way. They were uh, support characters. You had to like get them in the chest. So to get Slash, uh, you got like uh, it's going to be in the Cowabunga chest. And uh, I mean, I've been trying to uh, load up the game before I could like before I could start this, but uh, I it's like a fourteen gig download, um, but. Uh, I'm like 90% sure uh, the the way to get the Cowabunga chest is you're going to have to use uh, real world money to buy the currency to get the chest because that's usually how these games uh, work. And mm-hmm. right. Uh, so and, I, and like I have no problem doing that. I just if I missed out on that initial season, then I'm just kind of like, I don't really want to do this. Anymore. Right now. Uh, um. So so you didn't actually play it on the the turtles uh, initial season when when they were available no no uh so i i had seen it and then i was like i i i just for some reason i can't remember why i didn't do it yeah so um i mean i remember i i tried it out i played it because like i mean obviously it was ninja turtles i was like oh hey i'm interested in this uh so like a week before it got released oh i was like let me try the game out Mm. And I just didn't care for the game. And then, and I was like, okay, I'll come back and uh, go for uh, the, uh, uh, for the, I'll go back and go for the turtles. And then uh, for the turtles, you had to like buy the pass and then you had to buy and progress in the game to get the turtles. They were guaranteed, but you had to like play it and it just was not my kind of game. And uh, B Wally, thank you for uh, letting us know. It is 600 gems per roll on that chest. So it looks like you're going to have to spend gems for a chance to get that skin. Hopefully. Yeah. And that, and that's, hopefully, and that sounds expensive. <laughs> yeah. 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 That already sounds expensive. And uh, that's the last thing I want to do. I don't like to, I don't want to spend money on getting a chance of $15 per roll. Oh, wow. Oh gosh. And so yeah. $15, Ooh, $15 and you're not guaranteed. That's, oh gosh. You know, uh, one day I'm going to go to their studio because li- I mean, literally, I pass by it each day. I'm just gonna like knock on their door and just be like, "Hey, can you just like let us like buy it straight out and not like me?" Because that was my hi, problem I'm with a... uh, Shredder and Splinter too. Was like we. Hi, I'm Jason from the world famous uh, <laughs> Turtle Recall uh, Turtle, Turtle Recall podcast. Uh, noted Turtle influencer. Um, could you uh, pass along a download code for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, like they are because uh uh you know they're in a, a lot of the Atlanta conventions and everything and they have like huge presence over there because like they are like a drive down uh it like it is like cool like seeing their booze because like uh they have like especially uh their Valhalla stuff uh Brawlhalla mm-hmm. sorry Brawlhalla uh uh Bra- Brawlhalla like they they pull it all out and there's like fun like uh photo ops you can do with that and then like they have like big smite uh tournaments like i said oh that's cool yeah like i said like smite looks like a fun game it's just it was not i i tried it i played it i didn't care for it um but you know for you guys who are into smite and don't mind paying 15 dollars to try to get that uh <laughs> that skin uh go for it guys 
It and it uh, just started today. I want to like you know uh, on June fourteenth. And for yeah, the, yeah, for the Hot Wheels stuff that like got that was active since like I want to say sometime last week. Uh, so those are and active. and Slash. Um, I don't know who voices the turtles in Smite, but uh, Slash is voiced by Alejandro Saab, oh, nice. uh, who is a fantastic up and coming voice actor. I shouldn't say up, up and coming. He has like almost three hundred credits. Uh, but he came on my radar uh, because I really like him as Leon in Pokemon Journeys on Netflix. Oh, oh nice, nice. That's cool. Oh, I also I wanted to mention, uh, it's actually really cool. I don't know when Smite added uh, Kuzunobu because I don't think he was there when I was playing Smite uh, like two years ago. Uh, but if you guys don't know, Kuzunobu is a uh, Kappa creature uh, because, and it's like, so he's already a turtle. So this one felt so natural. To have it, uh, obviously, like, you know, obviously we already had the other four turtles and they were like mm-hmm. random gods from Smite. Uh, so here we actually, they just took like a turtle like creature character and just made him slash. And that was like the most perfect thing to do. Yeah, because that's the thing with, with Smite is they kind of, I mean, all of these are just reskins of other, other characters. Like I think yeah. Donatello is like a reskin of like a Monkey King type character. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I forget, I forget the others, but like, um, I think like Mikey was because because they did it, yeah, and like because like they did an Avatar Airbender uh, crossover, like some of the same characters yeah. were crossed over. So. Right, 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 um, right. Exactly. I mean, that's like you're not paying for new move sets; you're paying for like the skin of a character paying, that already exists. Yes, yes, yeah, that, that's exactly what you're doing. You're paying, yeah, you're paying for the skin for that character. So, um, but yeah, uh, so uh, you know, for your smart character, for your smart fans. You got you got a new new turtle content. All right, the rest of the podcast completely talking about Shredder's Revenge and the first yeah. yeah. All right, the first thing I want to talk about Shredder's Revenge and this like we you and I we kind of talked about this two weeks ago. we were, and we both were kind of like on the fence because you know we heard this uh, June sixteenth date and we're like, no, that can't be the release date. Well, you know, uh, that is the official release date. So this Thursday. We are getting access to the game. Uh, I, I, it's it's wild. It I did not see this coming. Also, I want to note that both uh, Dotemo and Tribute Games has lied to us because last time they gave us uh, when the game was going to come out, they said it was going to come out in summer 2022. June 16th, <laughs> still spring, guys. It's, it's, t- it's still technically spring for a couple more weeks. So... Uh, <laughs> It's but, for like, I mean, in the in the three month breakdown, yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it technically is is still spring. Summer um, starts on Monday, man. Monday, June, but it, but it's funny because like, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But it is funny because like the day after we recorded last week, uh-huh. they dropped it. Right. Yes, the day after we recorded, and I I, I really was. Oh, come on. Like we just yeah. gave it all this information, and then like, oh, now you do this, <laughs> like it's like, ah, oh, gee, thanks, right? Um, and like after we had talked about how disappointing it was, right? Um, for the for like the non-reveal, um, but I mean, it is it is what it is. Uh, so uh, a couple a couple of new things have kind of dropped out since then. Uh, Casey Jones, right, right. We're gonna get into that. <laughs> Don't worry. No, no, it, it it's it's all in there. We're 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 gonna get into. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. jumping ahead. I'm jumping yeah, ahead. Yeah, you're, you're jumping ahead. Jumping ahead. I'm, it's I'm right. so excited. I know you're so excited. We're gonna okay. Um, before we get into it, uh, I do want to mention this because B Wally gave us uh, the uh, 
uh, the breakdown for the Smite characters, which I really appreciate. Uh, Raph is uh, Loki. Uh, Mikey is Mercury. Leo is Osiris. I'm, I, I shouldn't. I knew Leo was Osiris. And Donnie is uh, Sue Wakong, which is Sun Wakong. Yeah. Yeah. That is Monkey King. Uh, so thank okay. you for that information, uh, B. Wally. That's... I forgot that Smite is like Battle of the Gods. Like, I mean, that was their subtitle, Battle of the Gods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I forgot that was the subtitle. So, <laughs> no, thank you, thank you, B. Wally. Yes. Um. All right. So let's go to what uh, Mike kind of jumped the gun in because we did get a new character announcement, which I was surprised, and that is we are getting a uh, Casey Jones. Uh, really? I wasn't. I wasn't surprised. You wasn't surprised. Uh, no, I, I. I wasn't surprised. Like I knew he, Casey had to be in here in some capacity. I just didn't think he'd be a launch character. Uh, like I it, thought this was going to be something like maybe you'd find out like later. Okay, so kind kind of thing. My my thing. I thought Casey was going to be a DLC character. Uh, that's what. I that, yeah. That like because I didn't think. I didn't think, like, a week before the reveal we are going to get, like, oh, hey, Casey's, uh, Casey's coming. Uh, I mean, parts of me, I would have liked it if they didn't uh, reveal that, so we had, like, a surprise. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's just me personally. Um, but uh, it is cool that we got Casey. I mean, and, I mean, I knew eventually Casey was going to come because that is a very big fan favorite, even though in the cartoon, he's only in three episodes, but yeah, he's still, but he's like, he's such a, he's such an iconic character to the franchise. Right. And like, when you try and tell people about that, like they're like, Oh, why isn't Casey in this game based on 87? It's like, well, cause he wasn't in 87 that often. Right. Like, right. Hokum Hare is in almost as many episodes as Casey Jones. is. Right. right and exactly. he like, and, and that usually kind of falls on deaf ears because then everyone's like, well, I had the toy. And it's like, OK, well, yeah, like we all did. We all did. He was yeah. like Casey was one of the figures to get in the line. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know how many times I had like hear from people like, it's like oh, yeah, uh, like Mona Lisa and uh, Mondo Gecko were like as soon as they introduced them, they were like throughout the series. I'm like, no, Mona yeah. Lisa was only in one episode and Mongo Gecko was in two. Uh, so. Yeah. And it's wild to me that Mona, that Mona, I forgot that Mona was only in one episode. Right. Yeah. Hokum Hair has more appearances than Mona Lisa. Yes. Hokum Hair has more, more appearances than Mona Lisa, and Hokum Hair never got an action figure. Uh, no, exactly. Yeah. It's just that people remember the characters that had action figures more than the other characters. Like, you know, like, you know, poor, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I, was, I was about to say, uh, what is it? Oh, gosh. The mobster. Uh, Fat Tony. Not, not Fat Tony. That's Simpsons. Uh, uh, oh, God. I forgot his name too. Oh man, um, he's in a bunch of episodes too. And he, was, I know he's in so many. And he has like, and he has that weird like character model change too. Right, right, um, right, right. He's the one with the feather. Oh, uh, I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can remember the great Baldini, and I yeah. know he's in that episode. Yeah, but I can't. That episode. I, oh yeah, I can't. I can't remember right now. I'm blanking on his character's name. As soon as we stop recording, then it's gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna it, we're gonna message each other. And be like, ah, damn it. Yeah. Um, but okay, so so along with Casey, uh, we did get new art um, drawn by the awesome Iron Pinky on Twitter, uh-huh. um, and kind of showing more villains and the kind of a redrawn banner art showing the turtles, April, Splinter, and Casey. Right. Um, and the uh, having the um, 
more characters, uh, more villain characters. So like Leatherhead was kind of confirmed yeah. in the character art. Yeah, uh, yes, we yes. saw Tempestra. Yeah, yeah we saw there, Tempestra which... as well. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, of the other characters that were in like that kind of like X Men standoff uh, thing they had. Um, but but yeah, like uh, Tempestra, um, Leatherhead, uh, Baxter. I think Baxter was in there too. Yeah, I think Fly Baxter's in there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, you know, these are all characters we're going to find out in two, literally two days. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing that this one really got me excited, I think that I was more excited about this than the release date and Casey Jones. Six player will is coming to this game. Six player co-op online and couch co-op. That yeah. is that is crazy. That is like so crazy to me. All right, I'm going to tell you this right now. One of my favorite arcade games growing up was the X-Men arcade game and what I loved about the X-Men arcade game was the fact it was like Welcome six- to die. Yeah, welcome to die, but I loved the fact it was like six players and I mean, like Mike, have you ever went to an arcade and got like six people playing the X-Men arcade game? So I've only ever seen the four-player cabinet. Oh, you know, oh, I've so never seen the six. You've never so. seen the six. Okay, so I mean, no. So this is the only reason I never bought the arcade one up of uh, X Men Arcade because when they announced it, I was excited, and then they only had the four-player one. I'm like, ah, no, uh, bummer. I, like, so here's the thing. Uh, what I loved about the X Men like arcade game and like the way they did it, it was six players. You had like you know, sur- people surrounding the the cabinet and to make up to to have like you know six people uh on like the arcade they had two tv screens and i swear Mm. every every x-men arcade game i seen uh one you had like that one tv screen that was like crisp and clear and then you had that other one that was like that was like yellowing and about to die and like i mean it it really was like it was so inconsistent on like the quality uh, and like I don't know why this like one of them just happened to have like just a worse quality than the other one, and it was like just weird seeing your character like go through the the screens and it'd be like, oh man, now I'm in the bad quality screen now. Oh man, okay, no, I, I, I'm kind of picturing what you're talking about, uh, but yeah six player online and couch, and it's cross, so it's like you could have two people on the couch or four people online, yeah, or yeah. like any combination of, of it. Like that's incredible. They didn't have to do that, but... No, they didn't have to do that. And, like, I mean, just in my mind, I never ever thought of, like, oh, I want a six-player Ninja Turtle game because every time I think of a Ninja Turtle game, I think of four turtles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the fact that, like, uh, Dotomo and uh, Tribute Games, like, were like, oh, hey, we're giving you six players. And, like, just right off the bat, I'm like, oh, like, this is amazing. I love this. I can't wait to get like all my friends together and just sit around and play this. Uh, this is going to make really fun uh, streams like with, uh, with um, my friends and that kind of stuff. Like just, just to, just to reach out and also like communities. Cause uh, I'm already thinking about doing like, uh, hopefully we can get like community days where we get a bunch of people playing this uh, together. Uh, oh yeah. Like the three of us over on uh, Ninja Turtle PH, like we're thinking about it already. Like, yeah. How do we do community stream with our discord and uh streaming on twitch and everything and so uh i do have to be kind of the sour guy so speaking of all this fun online connectivity uh-huh. uh cross-platform play uh is only confirmed at the moment for xbox 
and the PC version. Uh, which... uh, so if you're on Nintendo Switch or PlayStation, unfortunately, you're kind of locked to that ecosystem. Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, I mean, I kind of saw it coming only just because whenever they do crossplay, they usually like advertise it like right away, like hey. Uh, and also, like I know for like devs, that's it's hard to do uh, yeah and the, and the devs did specifically say it's a lot harder than you think to do right. so like the fact that we got it at all like i yeah, i get it it's fine it did change which version i'm gonna get right off the bat though i think okay. it did finally confirm me that i'm gonna get uh the version on steam gotcha. and play it on my steam deck it's, instead of on my switch immediately right 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 i mean uh me personally uh uh uh, it's going to be on Switch, uh, so like that's uh, uh, that's like my preferred system. I don't have any new fancy systems, and I don't have a fancy computer to play video games because I look mm-hmm. at computers as work, and I try not to uh, be, be on my computer too much. I understand that. Yeah, but right. I gotcha. So before we go into physical editions, were there any other like video game? Uh, related news that you could think of that I might have like missed from all my. So I think that covers everything. Uh, There is if the uh, physical versions now are pre-orderable on Amazon target. um, And based on the release date, it seems to be hinting at an August release, but I don't have anything concrete to support that. It it seems like it's just kind of a placeholder date still. Right. Um, but right. a couple, I think Target and Amazon are both saying August. Uh-huh. So take that with a grain of salt. That's yeah. not 100% confirmation. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, start talking about the physical releases and what I know. Um, and uh, and uh, hopefully, like, you know, hopefully some good, like, you know, hopefully some news. To the, and, like, basically lets you know, like, what where to order this and how to get this uh, on your preference and how fast you want to play it. All right. So first I want to talk about uh, signature, the signature edition of uh, physical edition. Uh, this is the one uh, Mike and I, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. This is yeah. the UK one. Uh, yep. Uh, so you can start pretty ordering this. Now, the good thing is that uh, if you're in the U S all, all four versions are region free. So you can actually pre-order this, Get it working. If you're in the U.S., it'll still work in the U.S. So if you did like want this version uh, for this stuff, this is the only one that gets like the signed uh, art art card from uh, Tribute Games uh, from their developers. Uh, also has the pins. Uh, uh, if you care about that, uh, right now you can pre-order this and the bandanas and the bandanas and the bandanas. One random bandana. I forgot about the bandana. Uh, uh, the uh, if you. About the like the so if you order this and you're in the U.S., the total is going to come out to almost eighty-two dollars U.S. Uh, like dollars, like U.S. dollars. Uh, so not too bad, and that's like including the shipping. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say the shipping is actually cheaper for them to ship it than limited run games to ship it. But I'll get into yeah, that I noticed I noticed that too. Yeah, um, and the estimated ship date is July 29th. So. Look so that does line up with August. It does line up with August. Like, because I, I, I was about to say, because uh, uh, for limited run games, uh, they have stated that the uh, the normal standard edition for physical copy is going to be like sometime between 
July and August. But how we know video games, except for freaking uh, Dotemo and Tribute Games, uh, like they usually tend to go to the later side. Like nothing usually mm. comes out uh, early. Uh, so so uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, let's get into uh, limited run games. Uh, like you know, uh, last time we only had like half the information, and now we have everything that we know is coming. So the first thing I want to talk about is the PC edition, the PC limited PC big box edition. Uh, it is going to come with the steel book. Uh, it is also going to come with a USB stick, a piece like a PC jewel case, and a mouse pad, and and then everything else. Uh, the stickers. Oh, I don't think it comes with the art book. I don't. I don't see the book. Um, but uh, yeah, for some reason, yeah, this edition does not come with that. The game itself is going to be on the USB stick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, I didn't know that. I wasn't sure if it was a CD or they. I I heard in the Discord that it was both. Okay. But that doesn't seem right to me. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with that. It's on the USB stick. Be- but I mean, my computer doesn't have a CD drive. <laughs> so like I, you know, my last computer I bought 10 years ago did have that. So right. um, it just makes sense that it would it, be on a USB stick. Everybody has a USB port. Yeah, everyone has a USB port. I think it makes more sense for, for USB. That's me personally. Uh, it does also come with a steel book. I don't know why we need a steel book. Yeah. Uh, don't know why uh it's probably gonna be one of those weird like steel books with like an insert that has like a cd and a and a, like a cartridge slot for the switch version yeah uh yeah uh, i've bought a couple of limited run games that have that uh-huh. um the mouse pad is really cute i really like it yeah uh no i i like the mouse pad uh i mean it like the unfortunate thing is like from the edition I got, uh, obviously, I'm not getting anything from the PC edition. Uh, I think the only thing I, to be honest, I really want from the PC edition is the mouse pad itself because it's uh, the mouse pad is uh, mousers and they're and with pizza and there's a foot symbol and it looks like the mousers are trying to eat the pizza. It, 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 it looks cute. I like it. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, um, uh, so this is going for sixty dollars. You can pre-order it now on Limited Run Games. If you wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, we have the links, uh, the link for you, um, and we're gonna go ahead and go into the next edition, which I believe this is the one that you ordered, Mike. Um, and this is the limited classic edition. Yeah, so this is what I decided to come, uh, get. So it, uh, again, has a steelbook, uh, the reversible slipcover case, uh, the same sprite stickers, the personal band pizza coupon. Uh, but I really liked the VHS box. Yeah, um, the VHS box looks yeah. really good. Grown up, like that is just a thing that is just a staple of my childhood, you know, as cliche as that sounds. Uh, I, I love that, and yeah. I like the I like that they did LRG in the FHE font, yeah, yeah on the front yeah, there. Yeah. I hadn't noticed that before. I, I, I did like that too. I, I actually really like that they did that, um, like you know, that that FHE font with the LRG. We've seen NECA do it so many times, it was it is nice to see another company do it, um, yeah. Like it's, it's it's nice to see other people kind of get that inside joke yeah yeah exactly uh this is going for 65 dollars uh i do uh before i move on to the the big edition i do want to note i don't know if you noticed this with the personal pan pizza uh code or the 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 coupon but there's actually a uh code on there and like so i think you can still 
order your pizza and keep your coupon too. Uh, just oh, because- that yeah, you're right. Uses code at checkout. Yeah, so I, like, because I, I know uh, we, I think we talked about it offline, but you were saying like, oh, you didn't want to use the pe- you didn't want to use the coupon to because you didn't want to lose the uh, the actual like thing, so it'd still be complete. You looks like I won't have to. Looks like you don't have to choose anymore. You just have to enter in that code. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like you have to like scratch out that code from the uh, from the coupon or anything like that. Yeah, that's cool. I'm yeah. glad they did that. I, I'm, I'm actually happy. I, to be honest, that's the best way to do it, especially like for uh, for for collectors who are like, oh, I can't, I can't lose the stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. All right. So let's talk about the one that Jason ordered, which is the <laughs> limited radical edition, because you know he felt he didn't need that two hundred and fifty dollars after all the shipping and taxes uh, came in there. Uh, so it comes with everything that we saw from the uh, from the classic edition, the, the the VHS cover, the steel book, the reversible cover, the the coupon. Uh, we've Mike and I. We've last week we've talked about the Shredder action figure, uh, and then. Let's talk about the stuff we didn't actually get into. Uh, like you know, we one we mentioned about the the arcade cabinet uh, replica. Yep. And uh, so it's it looks like one of those uh, arcade replicas you can get at Target right now. Uh, all it does it doesn't play any video games. It just uh, plays the trailer. It just makes sound and plays video. That's all all it does. Uh, it also yeah, which which is cute. Like I would use that for like action figure diorama right yeah 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 this is great like action figure like setup and everything for for photo- photography and everything we also yeah. have a uh 3d box of like art uh which i think is pretty cool we yeah have, shadow box yeah shadow box yeah uh we have a uh a cd soundtrack uh and uh we're not sure too sure what's into it too much we're gonna go into more soundtrack news a little bit later uh, it also comes with a 18 by 24 poster, which is just basically the art. Uh, uh, we talked about the strategy guide. I forgot about that. Um, yep. And then the interesting thing, I think, is uh, it also comes with a blister card you can put your game in. And just in case you're worried, oh, no, I have, I don't have access of this game unless if I rip this card. There's a trap door in the card, so you don't actually That's damage That's cool. It. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually go and, like, display your card and put it in that plastic prison that you did like for your other action figures uh, uh, for you people who don't like uh, open action figures. So this is a really cool set and I am a little jealous that Jason was able to order this. Uh, However, I I will be happy with my uh, radical edition. Yeah. Yeah. Or my, my classic edition, classic edition. Yeah. Uh, So uh, the, the PC edition, the classic edition and the radical edition, they are going to be shipping eight to nine months after the pre-order window date and the pre-order ends on july 24th so these are made to order you still have like more than a month to make it so if you don't have the money now you have plenty of chances the only thing that i saw that sold out was like they had this one where you could buy all four of like the big radical editions in the pc one mm. uh and that sold out for some reason and i'm like i don't know who had like 700 dollars to throw away to get like three of the same stuff and uh usb stuff and usb yeah yeah but uh apparently enough people did uh so. what i've been telling people is don't buy these expecting to play the game yes anytime soon yes 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 exactly if you if you're like oh man i can't wait to play this game this is not the edition you want to buy 
yeah, this is not the edition yeah. you want to buy. Like, yeah. get this because you want to put it on a shelf and have it as a backup, which is why I said I'm going to get it on Steam first. You're right. And then I'm probably and then I'm going to order the classic edition. And then in, you know, nine months, I'll start playing it on my Switch. Right. Unless it goes on unless it goes on sale on Switch like anytime before that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I do want to note uh, to uh by digitally is $24 24.99 by physically is 34.99 and currently on switch it is i think 10% off i think uh yep. I, I believe it's 10% off yeah so if you want to get it right now on on switch it's uh $22 so uh and then one last thing this kind of uh came out i thought it was pretty cool uh, i have no interest in getting this uh to be honest uh just because i'm not into vinyl but uh, uh, the company uh, Kid uh, Katana are is releasing the soundtrack for Shredder's Revenge, and we have like uh, technically four editions uh, of, yeah. of this. Uh, so many, yeah, so many. I mean, this is like so crazy. I mean, I I just imagine like people's like wallets are just like completely cried like just yeah. this week. Who we are like, I want everything for Shredder's Revenge, and they're like, Oh, we'll give you everything. Uh, so, so the so the soundtrack itself for the game is by T Lopes, who if you've played video games or just kind of followed him on YouTube, uh -huh. the man's incredible. He did all the music for Sonic Mania a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, so hearing that he was on this, uh, I'm stoked. Right. Like everything I've heard so far, I love. Um, so I, I, I'm not going to get a vinyl cause again, I don't have vinyl either. I don't um, have vinyl. yeah, yeah. I think I have one vinyl disc and it was more like an art piece that I uh -huh. want to get. Right. Um, but the, uh, title track dropped. Oh, it did. And, uh, not the, sorry, not the title track, but, uh, one of these neat songs, uh, that is going to be in the uh, album uh -huh. uh, by uh, was it I, I, I'm trying not to steal your thunder this time. Oh, no, 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 no. You can go ahead. I have no, <laughs> I have no more images here. So you, you, you can go ahead and uh, say who it is. Uh, so the song is We Ain't Gonna Lose uh -huh. uh, by Raekwon and Ghostface Killer. So oh, nice. if you're a fan of Wu-Tang, uh, then the song is really good. A lot of people are calling it like the next ninja rap. Uh -huh. That is a compliment because yeah. ninja rap is a timeless classic. That is a timeless uh, classic. I think we ain't going to lose is, uh, or sorry, we ain't came to lose. We ain't came uh, to, that, that's a really fun song. I'm going to say that right now. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, well, actually I didn't think it would be anything at all because I didn't know this existed uh -huh. until yesterday. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so Raycon the Chef, a Gokusei's Killer uh, from Wu-Tang is going to be uh, doing some songs in here. So is uh, Mike Patton, the frontman of Faith and More, and Mr. Bungie. They also have exclusive tracks uh, on this uh, uh, on this thing. Uh, and uh, before uh, before I finish this off, uh, Mike has got to uh, uh uh get, get out. So let's go ahead. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's all right. sorry, guys. Uh... <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. You know he he had a he has he's got a Rocketeer podcast. So uh, before uh, before we end the news section, let's go ahead and say uh, goodbye to Mike. Thanks for uh, joining us uh, again this week. And uh, thank you. Guys. <laughs> no problem. Uh, we'll <laughs> definitely see you uh, next week. And we prob we probably won't be talking about Shredder's Revenge, other than like how much we're loving the game. Yeah, exactly. It'll just be all oh, so much fun. Right. But exactly. uh, yeah, guys, uh, thank you again and uh, catch you next week.
All right. See, see you next week. All right. And so, uh, so just to, uh, uh, just to finish it off, um, uh, for these, uh, records. Uh, so there, uh, there's going to be, uh, two editions of this record. There's going to be a normal record, which you can actually order on, uh, limited run games itself. If you guys, uh, want to get the vinyl, uh, there's also the limited edition. The limited edition is limited to 2000 units. It's going to have a hardcover slipcase with exclusive art from zombie Yeti and zombie Yeti is the same person who did the art for the stern pinball, uh, game. Uh, and also, these records are going to be uh, green. They're going to actually be like, uh, like instead of black, they're going to be green. And they and uh, it will come with a eight page, uh, twelve by twelve booklet uh, featuring um, artwork uh, from uh, uh, from the artists and everything. Uh, there's also going to be a uh, CD version. Uh, so all of these versions are going to have a track list of 28 songs. The only thing that we really don't know is because we know that uh, the limited gun run games and also the signature edition games are going to have uh, also soundtrack CDs. We don't know if these are going to be the same soundtrack CDs uh, as... Uh, as those, uh, so uh, we will find out. Um, but the uh, the vinyl, there's going to be uh, two vinyl records on each of the things. There's going to be two CDs, and and in case if you just want the songs, if you're not actually care caring about the physical version of like of how the song comes in, if you don't want the CDs, you don't want the vinyl. Uh, on Thursday, when the game gets released uh, on Kid Katana's site, there will also be a uh, download link for you guys to actually stream the soundtrack and buy the soundtrack digitally. So, uh, so uh, f uh, for that, like you know, uh, for you guys who want want to listen to the soundtrack, there's plenty of ways uh, to listen to it, uh, and there's plenty of ways to buy it as well. And that is everything that we have. Uh, for uh, this week, uh, you know, uh, you know, like I said, Shredder's Revenge comes out in two days. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, be excited for that. Also, I do want to note is that, uh, you know, uh, if you're if you're listening to the audio podcast, that means the Shredder's Revenge is already out. And I just want to thank you for taking the time to stop playing the game to listen to the podcast. Uh, and then, like, hopefully you, or maybe you have this podcast on while you're playing the game. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. All right, and just a reminder, Mike and I, we do the news live every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been really fun uh, doing it uh, that way. And, uh, you know, obviously you guys have been enjoying that time more because we've been getting more audience uh, on um, in that time. But... You know, I know Anna's not in the news anymore, but you know, to honor her, please, please throw up those emojis. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> just, just, just make her feel welcome. <laughs> All right, honey, are uh, you ready to talk about this week's episode? Yes. All right, let's do this. This week, we're talking about CBS season four, episode two, Raphael knocks him dead. This originally aired on September 8th, 1990. This was directed by Fred Wolf and written by Jack Mendelssohn, 
Uh, I do want to note, if you guys paid attention last week, uh, this episode and last week's episode aired on the same date. I will go over this in the pod in our podcast uh, uh, later. As just, uh, at first, I was going to go over it this week, but uh, we talked about the convention instead. But, honey, you want to give us a summary? Yes. So, in this episode, uh, uh, we see that the turtles they have like a satellite. Yeah. And they have like more channels and their focus like is on TV and they're excited about it but then uh, they have to decide who has the control and who uh, choose the channel that they want to watch. So, um the Raphaelvin and uh he want to watch like the comedian but during the show he noticed that the comedian are dis- disappear and April also told tell him. So he uh he go to see what's happening. And um, as he go, he will uh, somehow uh, go in. Will be a part of the show and start um, doing some uh, comedy things. And then uh, he end up uh, being kidnapped by the bad guys since he was a comedian too. And um, yeah, so the reason that the bad guys were kidnapping uh, the comedian uh, was because the I don't know. I didn't understand. It was a Baxter or it, it his, was na- his Barney, Barney Stockman. He's going to jump up and down. Does he look like a fly to you? <laughs> that is Baxter's twin brother. Oh, okay. So I wasn't sure that th- there's something wrong with Baxter. Mind that he's acting like that. Or... <laughs> so, okay. So it was the twin brother of Baxter um, that he was also a scientist and he looked like uh, Baxter. And he invented a machine that they... Um, they wanted to, to, um, I don't know. Make people laugh. Yes, to use the, the joke, uh, like, um, spread it in the city, but, like, um, so many times uh, higher than what the actual joke is, to make uh, the people, like, laugh so hard that they don't pay attention to uh, the world around them, and the bad guys can go and steal all the money and all the valuable stuff. So, um, the rest of the story is about, like, how they're going through this, um, <laughs> sending this vibration of laugh, like the monster, <laughs> like, uh, no, not, it was a monster. What was that cartoon from Disney? Oh, what, uh, what, Monsters, Inc.? Monsters, Inc. Yeah, Monsters, Inc., yeah, 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 that, that's how they're going to power up the city of New York, with, uh, with laughter. Like, yeah. you know, oh, I already forgot, um... I already forgot when the monsters, the mon- the monsters at work, they they changed the logo, and I can't remember what the logo was because the original one was uh, "We scare because we care." Oh. <laughs> so that that was a, that was the whole thing that the um, about this episode. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and start uh, breaking down this episode. Uh, I do want to note is that as Anna mentioned, uh, like Barney Stockman is in this episode. I found it weird uh, because I, I I don't know I don't know if the, the the TV show decided to put these two episodes together or if it was CBS. It was just kind of weird that so when CBS like first starts airing uh, the show, they actually were doing like two new episodes a week, and just the two episodes they happened to air for the first week was Baxter Stockman as the Fly coming back of the the last week's episode and. His twin brother that was the next episode with him as a scientist. And, like, I, I, I just thought it was just kind of weird that they 
paired these two together. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but as a kid, I as a kid, I really thought it was intentional. But like you know, I don't think anyone else can answer these questions other than like the people who programmed, uh, who did the programming at CBS. So, uh, and I have a feeling that the people at CBS had no idea like what these episodes were about. I'm mean, that's me personally, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, well. So, yeah, the first thing we start, we see, we see, like, Donatello working on the, the TV, and he's making this, like, brand new TV setup where there's literally a satellite dish right next to the TV, and, like, there's some other boxes, which I can only imagine is, like, a VCR and, uh, I don't know, like, a, maybe a cable box. I think by this time we had cable boxes. I can't remember. But, to me, the strangest thing was, so they have, like, this big... TV now, but then they still have, like, their old, like, small TV that, like, was, like, 90% uh, black and white, like, in front of that TV. It's like our son and his tablet and the other tablet. <laughs> yeah, ta- oh, oh, yes, yes, oh my gosh, yes. Uh, you know, so my son, he has his own tablet, but then he's taken my wife's tablet and because that's his, that's what he calls the other tablet. And then when we put... When we turn on the TV, he still complain that he won't... Right, right. He still him. wants his, uh, you know, YouTube TV shows. And for you people who don't know what Ryan's World and uh, Como and Toys and uh, uh, Genevieve's Playhouse or Baby Shark, I envy you guys for not knowing what those are. <laughs> Blippi. <laughs> I would love to be where your position is, where everything I just mentioned, you're like, what was that? Yeah, I want to be where you are right now. <laughs> oh, so Dantel sets it up and he was like, hey, guess what, guys? We have 112 channels. And just in my mind, I was like, you know, this is the 90s. Like now, like 112 channels, that like, I don't know, that, 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 feel, that feels like so low now. So is it the is it around the time that the satellite was new? Yes, this is around the time the satellite was new. I, I remember like around this time. I remember I had like friends who were like, "Oh, we have satellites," and they're like all like all fancy about it. And I was like, <laughs> "I have antenna. I only have five channels." <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. I, I remember like the biggest thing about satellite was like that was like the first time you can actually go and like select the tv show and like you can see like what 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 shows are on and i was like what you don't need a tv guide what is this <laughs> uh, so I, I wait honey i have to ask you do you know what a tv guide is uh i think i think you told me one. uh we never we never i mean i never experienced that but you i think you told me that it looks like it was a magazine that it was telling when each show was is supposed to be played right exactly yes it was a magazine where you looked and then like uh you'd look and see what show is playing so basically you're like oh man uh it's like eight o'clock right now what oh what, what shows are on you go look and you look at the book and you they don't tell you what shows is on what channel and then so this you is had also to get this magazine like every month or how every week this yeah. is a weekly magazine. Oh wow! Yeah. Was yeah. it was it cheap? It was like a dollar or two dollars. Uh, I can't I can't remember. Uh, my parent like because it was also in the newspaper, and my parents would just like get it from the Sunday paper. 
Uh, they, they, like, we wouldn't get, like, the, the fancy one. Because, like, the fancy one, like, that was, like, TV Guide. That had everything. The the one, the 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 TV Guide that was in the newspaper, uh, it was called, it's obviously not called TV Guide because TV Guide is a, a brand. But that one was, uh, it just had, like, uh, it would just, like, basically tell you what's on, like, during the primetime hours. And, like, it would, like mainly skip over like what's on like during the day because yeah, imagine like how much papers they were like wasting oh my god yes a lot of papers being wasted exactly oh gosh oh uh, yeah it was it was crazy and I, I can't even imagine going through this time because like because then what upgraded from there uh was like i mean now we didn't when we were growing up my uh my family we didn't have cable so we didn't have this until like I was like a teenager, but there was a TV guide channel that was that was on cable, and there's a whole channel just dedicated for you to know what's on, and you had to like wait for this thing to scroll, and like if you missed the channel that oh you yeah exactly you, you had to wait again you had to wait again oh my gosh it was it was so crazy and like and then like they would have like ads and everything I remember the only cool thing was that uh. During the uh, the Power Rangers uh, movie, the second one, they actually had like interviews um, with like some of the Power Ranger actors during that time, and I thought that was cool. I was like, oh hey, um, that was cool. Like they had it on that channel, but yeah, that that was oh gosh, kids, you have no idea how lucky you are. You you know, you just go and like save your time. Save your time. You have all these streams. It's like stuff. people are calling each other and let each other know that this show is this time. This oh, oh, is. oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh definitely. D- uh yeah, that that would uh, that would be happening a lot. If I don't know if you remember this, but it was uh it was like I think the first year you were in here uh our friends called us and let us know it was like, "Oh, hey, CNN is doing a special on on Iran, and we like turned to that uh, channel because um, we actually had access to CNN during that time. But like you know, we had that like I mean that was like I think eight or seven years ago. Like so, we had that experience kind of like where someone called us and like say, "Hey, this is on right now." Yes. Yeah. Uh, n- now it's like now people just message you, "Oh, hey, it's on Netflix, and you can watch it." And, like you know, it's all, "Oh, hey, it's on this streaming service." Hey, I found this on YouTube. Like you know. You don't have to, like, have that moment anymore. Uh, I just know that uh, I didn't have this, but uh, since I grew up having, like, random shows on TV, when I came here, it was, like, kind of bothering me that I don't see random. And <laughs> and I, I really like that you start, like... Putting random stuff for me. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that that okay. I don't know what I I have to watch. <laughs> so when Anna first moved to the country, um, so just uh, like when Anna moved to the country, I completely cut cable. Like you know, so I cut cable before like everyone else was like you know before cutting cable was the thing to do, um, and like people were like calling me crazy for doing this, but I but I cut cable. So the only channels I had access to because there were no streaming channels at this time except for a handful i had access to disney channel and cnbc and uh and then like uh, also i'm pretty sure i had cnn or something like that uh i know i had sports because uh we watched the world cup that year but like but those were like the two main channels i had and she was like where are your other channels 
and I was like, oh no, I, I don't have cable. And she was like, does, I was like, is this normal for America? And I said, no, no, like, no, I'm the only crazy person that has done this. I, like, uh, no one will give up a, a, a TV because, like, you know, uh, and like, like I said, this, this was before, like, you know, we had stuff. This is like before, like, streaming services and uh, other things were, were out there. And so, like, uh, like, because now no one has cable. Yeah. Except for your parents. I, if your parents don't have cable, message me. I'm, I'm curious about this. Um, like, everyone's parents still has cable because they don't want to give it up. That or uh, people who like sports. Because, like, the sports, like, uh, they have that, that cable, like, by their clutches. They're like, oh, no. You want to watch live sports? You have to have cable. Uh, all right. I do want to mention, like, while they're flipping through the channels, there is a channel of with uh, Baxter. St- well, I should say Barney Stockman. Uh, but, like, when I first, I mean, you know, when first everyone's, like, watching this for the first time, the first immediate thing is Baxter. Because it's him as a human. And it is kind of, like, weird. It's like, what? wait, why does he have, like, a TV show? And... Also, it's like to me, it's more weird, especially like when we meet when we meet this ca- character later, and he goes on this tirade when everyone keeps calling him Baxter. But I'm like, wait, you have a TV show, and shouldn't you you be more famous than Baxter? But uh, we'll, we'll get into that one. But uh, it, it was just kind of it was just kind of odd that they just like put a channel with him. That like I don't think. He should have had a channel, but they're like, oh, hey, we're going to do it. Uh, so, while Donnie has, like, this whole TV thing, this is, like, we're... This is where we have, like, pretty much brothers. This is, like, you know, the most brotherly thing that could ever happen. When It's like, okay, look, what TV show you want to watch? And all of them want to watch something else. Donatello wants to watch something tech. Uh, Michelangelo wants to watch Banana Slug that slugs New York. Uh, uh, Leonardo wants to watch the kickboxing boxing tournament, and Raphael wants to watch the Laugh Channel. And uh, so, honey, what? How do they decide who gets the channel? They had like uh, they had like a string. Yeah, from the br- from the broom, they they plucked out four straws from the broom. And then I think whoever had the shortest. Yeah, whoever had the shortest got to choose the channel. All right, honey, you grew up with uh, three siblings. How did you guys determine like oh, what? No, nothing. My my brother was always like, and he he always was the one who chose. <laughs> because he was the only guy and he's the oldest, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it was so unfair. That that does sound unfair. Oh, uh, now I will say this: the the turtles they were jerks because so Raphael won fair and square. You know they they made they made the rules and they're like okay, and so Raphael got to choose the channel he wants to watch a laugh channel, and then the other three turtles just leave. They're like oh no we don't want to watch that and they just like get up and go. I would leave too. I mean. I don't know. I think I think that was rude. I, like you know, he like he wants to watch something, and like I mean, now me personally, like I don't like to watch things. Like, but I mean, I know I watch stuff by myself, but I like you know sometimes like I like to have the 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 company with uh, with me and everything. You know, uh, when your sister's in town, 
I'll watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> um, even, like, even though that's like the worst thing that ever graced my TV in because of her. Now YouTube constantly recommends, oh, hey, Keeping Up with the Kardashians is on right now. Don't you want to watch it? I'm like, no, no. And like, it'll be like, oh, hey, since you like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you should watch this. Like, no, stop recommending this to me, YouTube TV. That was my sister-in-law. <laughs> Um, well, you know, I, that that's just me. I, I don't know. I, I thought the turtles were jerks about this. Uh, I also do want to note that... I would leave whenever my brother was watching football, too. <laughs> you did leave whenever your brother was watching football? You didn't, like, stay and watch with him and no. made him feel, like, comfortable? <laughs> no. I mean, you could have, <laughs> you could have, like, brought a book and, like, read that while he was up. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you share that, like, I can watch my own uh tv shows then i would do that but i yeah no i could see that i I could see that uh i do want to note is that oh donatello like you know i've mentioned this so many times and this one donatello says uh Raphael's name a lot and he keeps calling him Raphael. like because uh i mean I, I've, I've determined that that barry thinks that this is how the character is pronounced. Maybe he's correct, but no one else pronounced. Everyone else says Raphael, but he, Barry's like, but uh, the voice of Donatello, Barry Gordon, he just says Raphael. But at one point of the episode, at one point, I like uh, he he actually does say Raphael like everyone else who says it in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought that was I was like whoa. I was like I don't know if he slipped or like someone say, hey Barry, it's Raphael and. <laughs> So he was like, oh, hold on. And like, but he just, but he's already like ingrained in his mind saying Raphael. And I like, Raphael says, Raphael, I think the person who like, you know, knows his name, however he pronounces it is the way it should be pronounced. That's me personally. Just saying that. Um, Something that I pay attention, like, I know it was like, uh, these his animations are like, uh, like, um. Uh, it's for those days that uh, there wasn't such thing as like perfect lip sync because it wasn't with the computer and everything. Right, yeah. But I don't know why this episode was very obvious for me that how awful was the lip sync. I will say there was a lot of like, like, unsynced. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, this one, like, was. There was like so many things like, well, wait a minute. Like. Yes, it was some. There was some parts that they they didn't even try like the the their mouth was closed and they were saying something that is like obviously needed like very wide mouth or something right 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 yeah this one had a lot of of that and i mean parts of me i'm wondering if it's because like they worked on so many episodes this season and they're just like like they just kind of rushed them out, um, like you know, because I was wondering that about like last season too, because last season we saw a lot of that. Even in the syndication episodes, we saw a lot of that. I don't know. Oh, uh, I, 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 I do wonder about that. Uh, the my next thing I actually wrote down was that like while Raphael's like watching like the stand-up comedian, uh, the the first one, uh, he is like saying the punchline before that guy does and it just made me like wonder like because this is obviously not a rerun because the guy like this is supposed to be like a live thing but it's like did did raf like read the same joke 
joke book that Mr. Bigelow also read? Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really think so. But this is like when we find out, uh, like, you know, uh, here in the House of Ha Ha, like, the, the comedian is going there, saying his jokes, and all of a sudden, the light turns out, and the comedian, like, disappears. But I love the, the name of the place, House of Ha Ha. House of Ha Ha? You, you, you like that place? Is that, is that how you got them to, uh, to sponsor our, uh, our podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really think so. <laughs> so... So yeah, uh, Raphael he he sees this, and then like April happens to be to call him, uh, like you know, and it's weird that Ra- like April usually calls Donatello. Like I don't know why in this episode she's all of a sudden like, let me call Raphael while the other three turtles are doing something else. Like it makes me wonder if like maybe she tried to call Donatello, then she tries to call Leonardo, but they didn't. Both of them then pick up their turtle comps, and then she went to Raphael because. I don't know. I think the last person she would call is Mikey. That's me personally. <laughs> I, because I, I, I think her, I think her like uh, her her phone hierarchy. Because like everyone has a phone hierarchy. Like when they want to like, like when they're trying to reach someone. Like you know the first person. I think the first person she tries to reach is Donatello. Then she goes after. Then if if Donatello doesn't pick up, then she'll call Leonardo. Then she'll call Raphael. And then if the last per if like you know the last person is is Michelangelo. Because I, I don't... I can't even think of an, an episode when she calls, calls, like, Michelangelo. Just so that people know, I'm that last person that people has to call me. Because I never reply my phone. <laughs> I, 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 I... We've had this discussion about me replying my phone. Because, like, uh, you know, people, like, try to call me, and I, I don't pick up my phone. I just don't pick up my phone. Like, like if I'm in the house, I'm like, ah, oh, screw it. Like, my phone's ringing. And especially, like, uh, I can hang up my phone from, like, the my Fitbit. I just hang up. I'm like, I don't, I don't even look who's calling. I'm like, Psh. If it's important, the person can, like, message me where I can, like, read it. I have to message you to check your phone. <laughs> she does. She messages me to check my phone. Like, she'll... <laughs> She'll call me and then like she'll message me. Are, are you with your phone? Thank you. And you're never with your phone. I am never with my phone. I, one hundred percent, I'm never with my phone. And it drives on a nuts. This I've been doing this for uh, six months now because I used to, I used to sleep in the same room with my phone, and now I don't. Like now, like my phone is in another room when I sleep because I'm like I don't want to. I got too addicted to uh, mobile games, and you know, curse you, uh, Ninja Turtles, Mutant Madness. You you're a part of this too. Um, but I was, I mean, I just wasn't going to bed on time, and so I, I so how I did like at first I stopped playing all mobile games, and then I just put my phone like not near me when I go to bed, and so. So like now like you know when she tries to, when Hannah tries to reach me in the morning because like sometimes she wakes up before I do and she'll message me and she'll be like oh I need you to do this and bring this down or something like that and she gets mad because I don't like she's like are you still asleep <laughs> I'm like nope my phone's just not w- with me <laughs> and then I, I I think she hates it like when she calls my phone and then then she realizes the phone's like right next to her <laughs> I know so so yeah uh. Uh, Raph Ra- 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 tells April like he's by himself and he's gonna go check out this. So he goes in the sewer. He knows 
exactly where the house of haha -ha is in the sewer um before before i talk about the next thing about it there i don't know if you noticed this when he's like in the sewer before he climbs the ladder there's this weird looping animation that it and he's just doing this like weird gesture thing i don't know if you saw it or not no i don't think i saw it because i think for a short time i got distracted because then i was like oh how did he find the house of haha -ha? because <laughs> No, so I didn't see that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll have to share it to you. He does, like, this weird looping animation thing, and it was just like, that's a weird thing to loop. Like, because he, like, moves his hands up in the air and then puts it down. It, it, it was a weird one. But, okay, so the next the, the next weirdest thing is, is the fact that he goes up in the sewer, and the sewer is actually inside the house of haha like 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 he literally opens the lid and like he's in and he was like oh hey like i mean he and he makes a remark about it i mean but that's like crazy to me because that's like i mean that means like at one point someone made the sewer system and they put you know they made the lid and everything and then like uh then a building came in and like oh hey this is this now what used to be a road is now going to be a building. We're going to put a building here and and then like instead of like you know sealing the sewer because you probably don't shouldn't have a sewer um like in the middle of your building like because of smells and that kind of stuff. They 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 put like a instead they put like a wooden gate for someone to open and and then just like just have the sewer lit in the middle of the building. Yeah. They didn't have those investigation guys. <laughs> no, no, one hundred percent no. They, they they need to have like you know those uh those inspectors and everything like you know like who like uh you know uh yeah house inspectors like you know like building inspectors they go and like make sure everything's up to code. Mm -hmm. And like be like I'm sure a building inspector would be like oh no you can't have this because that's a freaking sewer in your building. So my favorite uh, scene. Oh my gosh, Anna laughed so hard in this scene. I, I think Anna, <laughs> I, well, I'm gonna make fun of her later because there's another part that I, I it made me laugh because she was laughing. But Anna laughed really hard, and she was laughing harder than this than any part of the show. I thought it was very cool and funny. The guy said that pizza, and then Raphael <laughs> grabbed the sewers because uh, it sounds. I, I don't know. I felt like I, I might do that too. <laughs> He just grabbed the sewers lid and just came and dropped it in the middle of the table and breaks the table. Yeah, it breaks the table because, okay, I don't know how many times we mentioned this in this podcast. Sewer lids are heavy. They are not, don't, don't look at the Ninja Turtles and be like, oh yeah, sewer lids are really light because anyone can lift up. No, sewer lids are heavy. Uh, and this episode proves it. <laughs> the sewer lid breaks the table. And he said, uh, you went heavy on you win happy on the toppings. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I loved it. Oh my gosh, no, it, Anna so was this like... This was one of the best scenes that I saw in the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Anna loved the scene. Oh my gosh, she was laughing so hard. I'd never seen her laugh this hard at Ninja Turtles before. And, I mean, she was smiling so much. Uh, something Michael Atkins actually wrote, he said, uh, Raph going off on his own never ends well because of the first movie. The second movie, etc. Uh, obviously, obviously, like you know, there's also the. Don't forget, Raph also went on his own in the 
first Michael Bay movie, so yeah. Uh, here we have uh, Raph, yeah, exactly. Raph going on his own never ends well, uh, and we're going to find that out in a few uh, scenes, because first, first uh, we have a new comic. His name is Shecky, and I just wrote this guy's a jerk comic, because all he does is insult people, and apparently he hates his girlfriend, because... <laughs> His whole act during this stand-up was him just making fun of his girlfriend. And, like, I'm a, I'm like, you know, I hope his girlfriend is not actually there. Um, because if she was, she left him. And that's probably why we didn't see see her at all, like, worried. Like, oh, no, where did Shecky go? Like, you know, when after he gets captured. Because he immediately gets captured. Um, but, like, you know, so I'm just saying... Either she's not there, or she was like, no, I'm dumping you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, he, but he was obviously, they, they played him as, like, that that comic, especially, like, the way they drew him, the way, like, he had his outfit and everything. They drew him as, like, that that guy who all, all of his jokes are just insults to people. And that's, I, I don't know, me personally, I don't think it's funny. I don't, like, I, I, I don't, like, really like that style of comedy i mean yes, I, yeah I like if like i don't mind i personally I, I mean i know me personally like when i do like when i try to attempt humor i like to make fun of myself but that's because i know myself and i can like handle that myself um uh, like but then like other people like look at it and sometimes like oh no you're not that i was like dude i don't mean it seriously i'm not like you know <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm not, like, depressed or anything like that. I just, I sometimes like to say something and, and make it, like, sound like I'm the person who doesn't know. Uh, but, you know, sometimes my, sometimes my humor does not go well. <laughs> uh, also, also, I did think it's funny. So, at this point, like, you know, the comic's gone and, like, the owner of the, uh, of the uh, comedy club, he's like, "Oh no, we need to ha we need to get someone uh, else up there." And his his like thought process is that people getting refunds is worse than people rioting in his club. What does it mean, like rioting his club? Uh, a rioting, like people like you know, like a riot, like you know, people like go and like destroy stuff. They get mad and like, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. He thinks that the he thinks giving back people's money is worse than that. <laughs> So, uh, so at this point, like, you, you know, because... Do one day I, uh, when I was new, I sent you and your dad to, like, one of these stand-up and you guys hated it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, Anna, like, uh, sent us to stand-up, uh, comedians and she was like, oh, it's like a laugh night and everything. I was like, oh, okay. And, like, you know, we're, we were looking, uh, you know, we were looking forward to it and everything. We went to it in, like, I mean, like... If it was an open night mic night, it would have been good. Because at least, like, when it's an open mic, that just means that you know the people are inexperienced and they have nothing to do. But no, this one, it was just like, dude, these comedians all had, like, second jobs. Like, like, it was like, oh, hey, I'm a, uh, I'm a medical profession, but you know what? I'm just going to try my hand in comedy. I mean, there, there was, like, like... Like, it wasn't like they were, none of them were professional comics. They were just, they're obviously, like, they're trying to be all the next, like, Ken Jong. Like, you know, uh, if you guys don't know Ken Jong, he used to be a doctor. Then he decided, oh, I'm going to go into 
to be a comedic actor, and he actually succeeded. And while these people, like, they had, like, like a, there was a doctor. He was a, he was a freaking doctor, and he was like, I'm going to tell some jokes, and he would tell some bad jokes. <laughs> I mean, and it was just like, oh, my God. Oh, I mean, I will say at least, at least this comedy, this comedy uh, club was it like one of those that like, uh, my problem with comedy clubs is that most of them is like, oh, you have to, it's a two drink limit like where it makes you like, you have to buy alcohol. Uh, and, and it's just, it's because like, they know that people are there for the comics, but like, they want to make sure that they have like the sales, like for their uh, for their actual, like, uh, business and everything. Uh-huh. And those I can't stand because I was, I was like, okay, fine, let me go buy, let me go buy do two drinks, and then I have to be like, hey, who wants these? Like, you know, or, uh, most of the time I just tell them, like, yeah, give it to that table. Okay, now give it to that table. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, I like... I don't know that you have to do that. Yeah, 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 you have to, yeah, it's just, uh, no, no, they want to make sure, like, because you have to pay for the club. So the so you're you're paying you're you're paying to the the comedy ticket and be but because they know you you're more interested in the the comedians than the actual like uh, place that you're at like they force you and they they force you to like buy at least like most of them is like two drink li- like two drink minimum like the and like mm. so this they make you just buy. Like, That's awful. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. They just like. I mean, it's. I. I never liked it. You know. Uh, if you guys don't know, I. We don't drink. I never. I don't want to. I don't want to force myself to drink just because some. I want to see some guy. Uh, doing. Uh, want like to have a comedy. Safe? Yeah. Like yeah. It was like. It was something that uh, I didn't care for. So then they asked uh, Rafa. They said, "Oh, hey, kid. You you come and do the right." So yeah, they they make Raphael go and like uh, do jokes. He's kind of reluctant, but he, but then he does it. Uh, I just wrote at this point, Raphael just kills tables in this episode. He, you know what he knocks dead? He he knock, he knocks the tables dead uh, because uh, like the uh, the guy like the the owner like s- like smacks him like uh, in the back to like be like oh get on and then Raphael like falls on the stage and, he, and then he falls on a table. We don't actually see the animation of him falling on the table, but we see a crushed table. And this basically sets up like Raphael's jokes because they're all turtle related jokes, <laughs> all turtle related puns. Like and uh, when when they call him, hey kid, he says I'm a turtle. Yes, yes, yes. He says, oh, I'm, I'm a turtle. It's okay. And they're like, hey, it's okay, whatever. Uh, so so yeah, he's he's in stage. He's and he's just telling some uh some some turtle jokes. And I'm like, well, Man. I thought it was funny because the the, the guy said, um, oh, this guy is totally green, and everyone laughed. And then he said. Oh, I warmed the people for you. Thank you. Yes, yes. He was like, hey, I warmed the people for you. you. You can do the rest. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, you, that was that was the worst, like, warm-up ever. Like, you, you, usually a person who, like, warms up the crowd, uh, like, you know, is there and, like, he he does, like, three or four jokes, like, makes them, like, you know, makes them do and then And then he introduces, like, the next uh, person. Because, like, you know, that's, that's usually what the warm-up guy uh, does. And that, like, you know, uh, that it's... Usually it's not the owner, but it's usually like the like the MC person. Oh. 
yeah. Uh, all right. So the tur so we're going back to the sewers. The the turtles like you know they uh, they come back and they eat some pizza and they're like oh Raphael you missed you missed like the best thing apparently like they got like the most perfect pizza or something like that and they couldn't like bother to bring leftovers for their brother <laughs> like you know they're just still mad that is that he got to do the thing but Raphael does something that drives me crazy and you know this drives me crazy what was that he left the TV on. Oh, yes. Oh, I am. Oh, my gosh. I I am the person, like, I don't know. I don't know when I became my parents, but I definitely became my parents. Uh, but, yeah, it drives me crazy when I go and I see that the TV's on and no one's watching it. And, like, especially, like, when it's, like, paused on an image. And, like, because my whole thing is, like, if uh, if a TV is, like, if a TV like is like has an image that has the same image on for like so long, that image gets like stuck on the TV, and like I'm like, oh, that drives me crazy. And, like you know, I'm always afraid of that of that happening. Uh, especially like my friend had a my friend had like I remember when he he got like a twenty five dollar uh, big screen TV. It, but the problem with like the reason why it was twenty five dollars because the HDTV logo was, like, burned in on the side. So whatever we watched on his TV, we had to deal with that HDTV logo on there. And, really? like, the, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the way that they, the way that the TVs, like, do the laser and everything, uh, if it has to keep doing the same image, um, like, uh, when, uh, when the laser, like, uh, w when the laser like uh, goes and tries to do uh, other images, it that memory of that still image will always be there because that's because uh, it's like it's stuck into that image. Oh. That's why like that's why I'm constantly like if there's nothing if like the if it's paused or something like that I'm always turning off the TV because I don't want like the image to be. But our TV is like has a. Uh, slideshow. Yes, yes. Our, our, our TV does have a slideshow. Yes, yes. 100% has a slideshow. I, I make sure that... I, I, I make sure that... No, no like... Uh, I mean, we're good on that, but it, it is like something like... You know, I always turn off the TV. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, it's one of my pet peeves when like someone... Like, but, and this I, is, but this is a guy who is saying this is is the same guy who... Who opened all the doors but never closed them. Hey, hey. All the cabinets. I think the only thing that you close is the refrigerator. I make sure the refrigerator is closed. One hundred percent. You know, I'll, I'll say this. You don't have a closed microwave. I, I know. Our son, our, our son actually gets on me about <laughs> closing the closing door. doors. He'd be like, "Daddy, close the door." To us, I think it's a guy thing because my brother was the same. <laughs> Look. We'll get to it when we get to it. Like you know, sometimes I'm not done with that door. Maybe I want to keep it open so I can get get there and like get a grab another dish. You never know. You don't, you don't even close the uh, peanut butter when you open it. I I know. <laughs> Maybe I want to get more peanut butter. <laughs> so saving time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, this is like when the turtles like discover that uh, Raphael's on at, at the house of Haha -ha and everything. Uh, then we go. We actually go back to the Hazaha, and we get introduced to a new villain that we will see in future episodes. And this is Pinky McFingers. He's a mobster guy. So uh, I think 
I think like Don Tor- Tortelli. I think he's gone now. Like I, th- I think, I think after season three, they're like, oh, we're we're done with him. And so like the show's like, okay, let's introduce a new like twenties style gangster. So what did you think of uh, uh, Pinky McFingers? Uh, which one was it? The the host guy? The no, he was the guy with the hat. He was the one who was like. Oh, the bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of it. Uh-huh. Well, uh, yeah, he's kind of like... I mean, I think one of the weaknesses of this uh, of this series w- is the fact, like, they keep giving us, like, like gangster. Like, they keep giving us, like, 20s-style gangsters. Because, you know, we had, like, Don Tortelli. We had the, we had the other guy. Uh, and it is kind of like, do we really need these... Do we really need these gangsters, like on this show that has like where they're fighting like mutant mutants and like other like strange creatures like wh- why why is it like oh hey oh no there's a there's a guy with a hat and a big in a in a suit oh turtles you gotta be careful don't worry he doesn't have guns because this is a kid's show after all like yeah like um i mean yeah, the, like the the gangsters, like there's a reason why the gangsters didn't get toys. Um, you know, maybe Neko might might make them, but at the same time, I don't think I don't think there's a demand yeah. to make to make these characters uh, for people. Uh, but yeah, so he pulls out a remote and he makes the lights uh, disappear. This is like when we get revealed. Oh, he's the one who's kidnapping these these comics, and I just had to write that. Raphael is the worst ninja ever because the light turns out and Raphael gets captured. And you would think a ninja would be used to, oh no, the lights are out. Someone's out to grab me. Hold on. I can take care of this because I know my surroundings. I can work in the dark because that's what ninjas do. But Raphael, nope, nope. He gets captured. Uh, And the other three turtles, they see that Raphael gets captured and then Donatello says something. What does Donatello say? Oh, let's all shell. Donatello says, let's all shell. Oh my gosh. I mean, I really thought that this phrase was done. I didn't know that this phrase was even in season four, let alone CBS. I was like, oh my gosh, they brought the phrase back. This long forgotten phrase that because of this podcast, you guys know what this phrase is. I think it just made your night. It, it really made my night. Yes, it really made my night. Uh, and then we have the next scene because, like, you know, the turtles are, they're, they're trying to go to the house of Haha. And, like, Leo's like, oh, hey, follow me. I know the sewers so well and everything. I don't know why they decided to make, like, Leo, like, I don't know what I'm doing in this moment, but it's all right. Um, but this one was, like, weird, and this goes back to your, like, uh, your, your audio sync, uh, thing. So the turtles, like, because they they start going, oh, ah, oh, ah, and you expect them to be, like, falling or, like, bumping into each other, but they're just literally just walking or just standing. They're, like, not- Oh, yes, because I, th- because as you said, like, Leonardo didn't know where they go, and then we heard that, uh... Uh, like sound effect. I thought that they're they they're going to follow a sound the sound that is like Raphael or something, and then they will find it, and then they just 
Then to another scene and you're right, you're right. Nothing. This went another scene and they're just like they made these like grunting noises, like they're like falling or something like that, and they didn't really do anything. Yeah, I was confused too. It was really confusing. Uh, so we get our next scene is actually in the Channel Six building where like April's like I want to go to the house of Haha and like see what's going on, and Bert Thompson's like No, you're gonna go to the Mechanical Gardens and check out what these gypsy moths are doing. <laughs> so, it was, uh, I don't know. It was weird. I don't know why they needed. I don't know why they needed to to do this whole like April. Don't go to this and like go to something else that it doesn't really get a real payoff for. Oh, uh, because like next we see like you know April and Vernon. They're in the Channel Six news van, and like Vernon's like, "Oh hey April, you're not going to the Botanical Garden." She's like, "No, I don't want to do that story. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to the House of Haha instead." And she was like, "You can go to the Botanical." gardens by yourself uh and like it was weird because she leaves the van you would think like you would think what she would have done was drop vernon off at the place and then take the van to go to like it's almost like she just leaves the van and let vernon like take over the van she probably was annoyed to vernon probably but i had to write this uh so vernon is sitting uh you know april and vernon they're they're in the they're in the van um, April's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Vernon's seatbelt was on the wrong way. It was on the wrong shoulder. Because, you know, the seatbelts come from the door, um, from your shoulder, uh, to, and then click on the other side. Mm-hmm. And, like, so, Vernon, he was on the passenger side, where the seatbelt, uh, should be coming on your left shoulder, um, I'm sorry, your, your right shoulder. But, it was actually coming on his left shoulder, and that, that was just an animation thing. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed it or not. I mean, no. I'm pretty sure a lot of, not a lot of people noticed it. No, but yeah. it bothered me. I was like, wait a minute. No. No. That, that shouldn't be like that. Um, so we go back into uh, Pinky McFinger's uh, car now where we see that inside the trunk, Raphael's there. And like Raphael's like, oh, they tied me in the bag. Uh, but he was like, they didn't take my size away, and like he uses his size to like cut open the bag. That, that was that was funny that you tie someone and you let them have their weapons. yeah you let them have their weapons exactly They're sharp yes yeah. you, you know I didn't even think about this. Um, Raphael was like telling his jokes, and he had the size like right in right in his belt the whole time. Like what kind of like what kind of comedy club is like? Oh hey. Yeah, it's okay for you to have your uh, weapons where everyone can see them. Like, uh, yeah, uh, so... So then the the that bad guy, the, he said, get the funny guy. Yes, 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 get yes. Get the funny mans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get the funny mans and then, like, uh, like you know, Raphael, he he jumps them and he, like, uh, ties them. Uh, he ties all three uh, with, uh, with the rope. Uh, and... By the way, can you spell size? S A I, and then if the plural is S. <laughs> Were you trying to uh, find it on the internet? No, because when I was doing my. You know, no, so you notes. didn't know how to spell size. Yes, I didn't know how to write it, so I just wrote the pen. So. All right. So speaking of spelling, uh, at this point, this is like where April is at the house of Haha, and like for some reason, like the owner's like not letting her in or something like that. Um, and. On the sign, there was a sign on a poster that said tonight, 
And they misspelled the word tonight. They spelled it uh, T-O-N-I-T-E. Sounds like artist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. That's not how you spell tonight. Uh, that's definitely like a... Um, that's definitely a, uh, a foreign person trying to write that word. Like, you know. Uh, all right. So, uh, Michael, had, he had to write this. He said, is Raph bad at tying ropes or did the bad guys have tiny wrist swords like Leo? Because... This is when Raphael, he discovers that the other two comics are kidnapped. Uh, like, or like, I mean, well, he knew that they were kidnapped because he was kidnapped. But they're like strapped in this chair with like this helmet thing. And he's like, oh, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden like uh, Pinky, McFingers, and the other two goons are free. And like, just like, yeah. Like, they got free from a ninja capturing them. So... You know, again, worst ninja. Um, and uh, so here, like they, like so they they grab Raphael, they put him in in the chair. I want to note that Raphael has like fought R- Bebop and Rocksteady, but three humans can like strap him into a chair. Like you know, like I don't know. I think this is why Pinky McFingers sucks. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like seriously, this, this this should not be a problem for Ruff, for a Ninja Turtle, uh, and like you know, Rafa's like like wow, this is a little too high tech for you or something like that. And this is when Pinky McFinger's like, oh no, we have we have a scientist working for us. And all of a sudden, the door opens and we see what we think is Baxter Stockman, but it is not. It is his brother. Barney Stockman, as I mentioned before, he is Baxter's twin brother, and he gets completely upset that that you call him uh, that you call him Baxter. I'm just wondering why they uh, why they decide that Baxter have a twin brother. I, you know, t- I'm gonna be honest. I really don't know why. I don't know what I don't know really what the thought process was of like, oh hey, you know what? This model that we haven't used since season two, let's use it again for like this one gag. And it, uh, so, I mean, I mentioned that Pinky McFingers like shows up again in other episodes. Barney Stockman does not. This is the only episode of uh, Barney Stockman. He's not, you know, it, it, and it's not like, you know, there's an episode where Baxter and Barney meets up and like they're like, oh, hey, how's it going? And, like, you know, uh, I mean, this is just a weird. This was just a weird gag, um, and <laughs> then the then the Rafael says, "Fourth wall break." Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. This is too uh, bizarre, even for a cartoon. Right. Yes. So yes, Raphael breaks the fourth wall, and he said, "Yes, this is too bizarre, even for a cartoon." Um, Yes, uh, uh, he does. Uh, he he does do that. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, Barney for a second. Uh, so, Old Man Winters, he wrote like the fact that most people don't know that Barney Stockman exists is a real shame. And then also, uh, NECA just announced the pre-mutation uh, character pack. I think one of them is Baxter Stockman, and a lot of people have been like pointing out like, oh no, like because like uh, like you know. 
Baxter and Barney have like you know different color hair, and Barney's hair uh, is is a little different. I mean, it is true. Barney's Barney Barney's like differences between Baxter is like so minimal. I don't think this is like an intentional thing. I think this is just more of like other people got hold of like the Baxter Stockman uh, character model and. The fact is, like, another team animated, like, season one and season two of Ninja Turtles, that that this team this is like, oh, this is how we do Baxter Stockman. But, uh, but yeah, like, there, but there's constant, there's a lot of people on the internet hoping that uh, NECA will come up with a new head for Barney Stockman uh, so, so it, to be closer to this episode, this one episode that he's in. Yeah, they should at least color his hair different or something. Well, I mean, his hair is colored different because oh, is? Uh, Baxter, Baxter is blonde. Uh, Barney is red. Is red. Okay, so there was. A difference. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's a difference, but I don't think this difference was intentional. I think this was just a like mistake. Mistake. Yeah, I th- I think this was just more of like oh, like you know, uh, we haven't used this character in so many years, like, you know, or two years, I to say, uh, that, like, and it was a different team that, that did it, that they're just like, oh, okay, this, oh, yeah, I think it was this, and especially, like, uh, uh, back, like, Baxter actually has, uh, like, as the fly, he has, like, you know, red, uh, red hair, so I think that's where the red hair comes from, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, um, I mean, oh, the other thing that I wanted to mention was the, um, they were calling the turtles cheap turtle suit. Yes, yes. Everyone kept on looking at the turtles, and they're like, "Oh, these are cheap turtles." And like, you know, Dantel even says, "Hey, I resemble that uh, fact." Like, you know, it's like kind of like, "Wait a minute." Uh, and uh, like, you know, because this is like where like the turtles they uh, the other three they're trying to uh, define Raphael and the owner. Just like when we find out, like the like the owner was actually working with Pinky McFingers the whole time, and he also well, I, we earlier he knew we knew that he was working with them, uh, because he was even saying like, oh no, don't please take don't take this guy, and they're like, oh no, we're taking this guy, uh, but like the owner also has a remote, and like he uses the remote, and like at first it looked like oh he's gonna capture the other three turtles, which I was like I was gonna go off on a rant on that one, I'm like wait. This one guy can't capture three Ninja Turtles, but he just makes himself disappear, and then we don't see him again for the rest of the episode. So wherever this guy went, he's like, oh, I'm done. Uh, but uh, I do want to talk about this. So uh, this is where, like, this is, like, where they're trying to find out, like, which comic they should use to tell the jokes. And, you know, uh, the, this, the, the fancier comic guy, he says a lame joke they're like oh no no that's like you know like the the little needle thing was like oh no this this (laughs) sucks that was when they had a machine to measure the the the, how funny it is the joke yeah yeah and then like you know the jerk comic comes and he does another insult comic another insult uh joke and it was like ah it's it's funnier than the other guy but i was like nope 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 and then uh rafael says uh how how do you raise turtles? You put them in an elevator. <laughs> and do you hear that laughter? That laughter is Anna laughing at that joke. She's like, 
I, I had to turn her. I was like, wait, are you giving Raphael a pity? Like, no, she's, she thinks this folk joke was funny. <laughs> it was funny. I'm just I, I I love you, honey. You're so no. It was cute. Uh, uh, I, 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 you laughing made me laugh. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I really loved it because, like, I mean, me personally, I thought this was a lame joke. But that's what the Raphael said. said. Yeah, you know, Raphael said this is a lame joke. But hey, Raph, you got Anna to laugh. <laughs> you got her to laugh. I mean, I I can't believe. That when I retold the joke, Anna would like laughed again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting a turtle joke. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting a turtle joke, even though the, like in every joke he says is a turtle joke. <laughs> like, um, there. I mean, and like, there, there's some like, like there's some that just does not make. It should not make sense because at one point he says like, oh, they said like he was like, oh, I heard getting bit by a turtle is is poisonous i bite my nails all the time and i'm fine i'm like like that only makes sense if you know that the comic is a turtle but since it's just a voice how's that how's that supposed to make people laugh oh uh, we didn't get like so the machine is actually called the gag mattifier like gag mattifier i think that's how you pronounce it oh uh, and it's supposed to like amplify the the jokes by like 10 million Oh, and so that's why, like, Raphael's, like, lame jokes are making, like, everyone laugh. That was so cool. Yeah. And and then, like, I mean, I will say, like, Raph, like, does the sensible thing. He was like, well, you can't make me say these, uh, say these things. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna work for you. Uh, and then, like, and they're like, oh, we'll make you work. And then what they do is, like, they torture the other comics. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was like... Why torture? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, l- let's be honest. If they didn't, and Raph was, like, telling these jokes, like, you know, us, we'd be like, why is Raph telling these jokes? He could, like, not be causing this problem. <laughs> but so that they had to, he had to have some motivation. Uh, so we have to mention this because Raph gave us oh, shout a shout-out. <laughs> he gave us a shout-out. This is, like, the best shout-out we could ever get. Raphael... Shouts out to uh, all over New York of our podcast, Turtle Recall. Uh, thank you, Raph. I mean, you know, we know we we, we knew like we were kind of big. Um, you know, I mean, uh, we're, we're kind of humble about it. Uh, and uh, you know, we we can't thank you enough for like you know. I mean, th- this this was amazing, Raph. I I really appreciate it. it was- this was a surprise even for us. <laughs> to be honest, yes, it was. A, like, so, on, like, as soon as he said, like, because the joke was like, oh, I had turtle recall or something like that. Uh, so, uh, uh, something uh, something like that. Anna turned to me and was like, is this how you got the name for the podcast? And I had to tell her, I was like, well, I, I got it because there's a movie called Total Recall. And I just renamed Total Turtle. And like, and, and everyone loves the name of our podcast. Like, you know, uh, everyone loves the name of our podcast more than they actually like love the podcast. <laughs> I need, oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I completely, I did not like, could not remember that one of Raphael's joke was actually this podcast name. Oh, so it was cool. I, it, it was, a, it was a nice little surprise. Uh, even for me, I mean, for Anna, it was like mind blowing. Uh, for me, I was kind of like, "Whoa!" I don't remember they ever said this phrase. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, um, so, so yeah, yeah. We, 
Um, uh, we both liked it. Uh, and uh, so he, while Raph's telling these jokes, this is like when Pinky McFingers and the other two goons, they're uh, stealing all like you know the banks and the art and everything. And I, that- I just want to ask people if anyone wrote down these turtle jokes, <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> A list of these jokes. List of these turtle jokes. Yeah. I will make sure. I'll make sure you get a list of these turtle jokes. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure what at least one of our listeners wrote like all these uh, turtle jokes, and uh, they'll send it to us. <laughs> Anna. Anna loves all these turtle jokes. Okay. <laughs> you know, if Anna was like, if the Barney did not have to make the gag of mattifier. Uh, to get Anna, like, to, like, you know, be distracted uh, for them to rob her house if, like, Raph was, like, telling these jokes. Just saying. Uh, but, yeah, like, so uh, so the goons are, like, you know, stealing uh, from the uh, uh, from the art places and everything. And then, I mean, one of them steals the Mona Lisa. Okay, now, we're done with Europe. There's no way that they went to Paris, and especially like they're saying, like you know, this is in New York, and later they said, oh no, we're gonna go national and everything. But they got someone somehow. They got like the Mona Lisa, and the guy was like, "Hey, I thought you were supposed to be smiling." And then the picture of the Mona Lisa is her like laughing. And I mean, I get what the cartoon is trying to do, but I mean, come on, guys. Like, there's no way... Yeah, it's th- th- not gonna happen. Like, well, did they really expect us to really believe that Raphael's joke with the Gagamai fire was so funny that in uh, that a painting that was done in the 1400s, somehow 500 years later, all of a sudden is laughing because of turtle jokes, and it now is in New York. Like, you know, I mean, for goodness sake, we, we, I know, I know we went from European season to CBS season, but like, you know, we saw that the Mona Lisa was in, uh, the Louvre. We saw that. Like, you know, don't, 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 don't be like, hey, make some educational episodes and then like bring in this lame joke and try to insult our intelligence. Uh, so yeah, like, uh, this, like, while this is happening, this is like, we're, the other three turtles in April, they're in the turtle van. They're trying to find uh, Raphael. They're like, oh, hey, we hear Raphael. We just don't know where he's at. Like, you know. And uh, then Donatello is like, I think he's explaining that the, the van blocked the sound. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's the more important thing. The van blocked the sound. So that's why they're not like laughing hysterically with these uh, like lame jokes. Um, like, you know, that or like, you know, they could at least like be like, oh, hey. We've heard these turtle. We've heard these turtle jokes from Ra- Raphael before. We're not impressed. But but yeah, uh, Don Dal had explained that the van's blocking the sound. And then I had to write this down. I I thought this was just ridiculous. Um, you know, all of a sudden their their car phone rings. Like apparently the turtles are able to afford a car phone. I mean, um, that I think I thought that was amazing because in the '90s car phones were like crazy expensive. Um, uh, but. Who calls who calls the turtle van car phone? Car phone? Yeah, like you know, because back in the day before cell phones, cars act like rich cars had like phones in them. Oh, I didn't know when. <laughs> it's all right, but 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 you know who 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 called the phone, right? Um, it was April. No, April's in the van, but she answered the phone because it was for her. 
who was that? It was Burn Thompson. Eh? Yeah, so for some reason, Burn Thompson has the phone number for the turtle van. Even though he was mad at the April and everything related to turtles. Right, right. Um, so I just thought that was I thought that was just weird. Um now Michael Atkins d- did write this. He says, Why does uh Burn have the number to the turtle van or did April use call forwarding from the Channel 6 van. Yeah, I, I have to wonder that too. Did she like, you know, do like, make it like if someone called the Channel 6 van, it just went to the turtle van? Like, I don't know. I, I just thought it was weird. Um, but yeah, uh, but uh, Burn Thompson is mad at April because she's like, because like, you know, uh, she's she's doing the House of Haha instead of the, uh, instead of the, the Gypsy Moths. And, uh, it, um, he also mentioned, I, I forgot to mention this, he also mentioned, like, he, he's still mad at the Turtles, because apparently the last time the Turtles did a story, which was, we have to assume is last week, when the Turtles, like, freaking like, saved the, um, the news crew from, like, the killer robot that Baxter had, um, but it cost, it cost them too much money, so, like, you know, if we're going by, like, episode, like, order and everything, apparently... Burn would rather he, he, like the turtles not save him from the killer robot that took over the office. Uh, that that's where his priorities is at. Uh, I did ha- I did write this. Uh, is it just me or did Burn Burn Thompson look like skinnier in this scene when he's like talking to April? <laughs> he was the skinnier. I mean, like I was like I was like wait wait did he just like work out like in in between like the commercials and like. All of a sudden, he was like, ha-ha, slim fist, slim fast. <laughs> like, you know, I, I was about to, like, you know, maybe he was, like, he was, like, doing a Weight Watchers endorsement or something like that. So, so, yeah, we, so, so, yeah, at this point, the, uh, the Turtles, they, um, they find, like, uh, they find Raphael and the other comics, uh, like, something you know, I, Something I like in this part was that, uh, one of those, uh, comedian, he said, Oh, I think they got a, uh, a real good deal uh, of those turtle suits. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I did like that. It reminded me of all those things that we say about, like, a sprinter get lucky. Like, <laughs> yeah, get the, the Amazon deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, that guy, he was, that guy stole your joke. That's what happened. Yes. He was like, wait a minute, because you know, obviously Turtle Recall does exist <laughs> in the Ninja Turtles universe, as we found out, like, a few scenes ago. So... They are obviously these comedians are listening to our podcast. Exactly. And they just like, oh wait a minute, hold on. They did get a good deal. They probably got it from their father, their rat father, uh, and did it from Amazon. So. Uh, what do you think turtles will buy for Father's Day for Splinter? Uh, I would say nothing because he calls them student. I, I I would think they'll buy him a new robe. Uh, maybe. Maybe like a sushi of the month. Oh, you know what? No, I th- they need to buy him like a tea, like one of those like uh, tea subscription services, like where they just send you r- uh, weird exotic teas. I know those exist. I'll Did- buy him a nail clipper. You'll buy him a nail clipper? Yes, his nails. Too- his nails are too long. Yes. <laughs> all, right, all right, honey. The the turtles they bring out their weapons, ready you know, ready to fight and everything. Um, did you wave goodbye? To Michelangelo's nunchucks. Oh. This is it. This is the final episode. Poor of Michelangelo's nunchucks. 
Because for the remainder of the series, he will have the, the turtle grapple. Uh, yeah. So this was the first and final episode in the CBS season that Mikey has the, the nunchucks. Uh, I can't remember if they're still going to be on his belt or not. But this is like, but this is it. This is like, th- this is at least the last time he pulls them out. Poor Mikey. I know, poor Mikey. He didn't he didn't make enough uh, payments on the chucks, and so he had to be handed down one of the turtle grapples that used to be like all four turtles have it, but now they just like you know, oh hey, this is your signature weapon now. Um, and you know, a lot of kids, including myself, didn't notice. I'll be honest, uh, I did not notice until like the middle of this season after like after seeing like so many reruns of it. And I, that's like when I know it's like, wait a minute, he is missing his nunchucks. But yeah, uh, yep, uh, th- this is the last, that's the final thing with, with Mikey's nunchucks. Uh, this is also, uh, at this point, like, Barney, like, hits him with the paralyzed ray where they're kind of, like, getting slow and everything. Uh, I, and also, we can't forget that Barney gets mad again that the turtles, like, called him uh baxter and oh uh, you know oh uh, I, I you know we glossed over this too much um i i had to note like so when they first called him baxter and he's like jumping around and he was like baxter is a fly do i look like a fly does my eyes bug out like you know he starts like describing his brother mm-hmm. and i just really want to know when did he find out his brother got turned into a fly like like, is this something that, like, it's, like, known in the back, in the Stockman, like, household or something like that? Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, remember your brother? Yeah, he got turned into a fly. He was, like, working for this, like, shredder guy, and apparently he's he had an associate, like, in uh, Dimension X, and when they brought him in uh, to, to that planet, uh, they tried to, like, kill him, but... Uh, there was a fly that was in like the in the death chamber thing, and like so instead of him uh, dying, he actually like fused into with the fly. I, like, how does that conversation start? Like, like uh, you know, like because like because because let's be honest, he becomes a fly, and then after he becomes a fly, he gets stuck in limbo. He probably, and then, he probably called his mom like. Zzz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm thinking. May, I'm thinking like maybe like one of these episodes, like where like he gets out of like the the limbo dimension. Like he probably like called his mom and let him know, like, "Hey, I just to let you know, I'm okay. I'm a fly now. Uh, I could, like you know." And then like you know, like but then like and like here's the thing. I mean, at the beginning of the, of the episode, we found out that Barney has a TV show. So you would think that Barney should be more famous than Baxter, that people shouldn't be confusing him with his brother. I think this is more of like a, uh, I, th- I think like maybe uh, the par- their parents, Baxter's and Barney's parents, like Baxter better. And this is just more of uh, Barney like getting jealous. jealous. And that's why like, you know, that's why whenever people like mentions his name, he just jumps up and down and gets upset. It's like, like Raven and Robert. And everybody loves Raymond. Exactly. Yes. 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 It, that's exactly what it is. I, th- that's what I think about the relationship with these two. And that's and like you know he probably had like that whole moment like oh he 
he got turned into a fly now. He's, like, working uh, for, like, a worse enemy than I am. At least I'm working for humans. This guy, like, worked for uh, some guy in a mask and some brain thing that tried to kill him. Uh, like, you know, and then, like, just people bring him up and he gets just upset. Because he's like, no, 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 no. I'm the main guy now. That's what I think. Uh, so while the turtles are... Well, while the turtles are paralyzed, like, you know, Raphael does some, like, fancy ninja moves with his feet to, like, hit the switch on um, on the machine on the Gagafier. And uh, then he makes uh, Shecky, like, tell, uh, tell some jokes. And this, because Shecky tells his bad jokes, that's how, like, it makes the bad guys... Laugh uncontrollably. Not anyone else. Everyone else, like the turtles and the comedians, they're fine. Uh, but like the bad, it, this only affects the bad guys. And when like April and the police show up in the lair, they are fine too. Um, so I don't know how Raph's like figured out how to work this machine thing, but he did. Uh, but yeah, that that that's what gets. Uh, the the bad guys uh, captured, and then and then we end by cutting into the sewer while like Raphael's like, hey guys, I got some more, I got some more jokes and everything, and then like like you know the turtles are groaning, they're like, oh no, we don't like this. Then like uh, Donnie was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back the Gaga the the Gaga fire and just uh, you know uh, make it that. Like, you're never funny or something like that. Like, he was like, I'm going to, uh, uh, like, do this or something like that. Or, or um, and, like, you know, put you in the trap door or something like that. And that's how the episode ends. Yes. It was a, one of those cheesy, like, ha, 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 ha. Right, right, right. It was those cheesy ha, 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 ha. And it, it, I, I just felt like the way they got to there was, like, a little too long, like, for the ending part. Yes. Yeah, it was, like. Um, but yeah, but I will say it was a very, like, brotherly kind of, like, thing to do at the end. Like, but, uh, overall, what did you think of this episode? I actually liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I, I had a feeling, to be honest, like, this one, I had a feeling that, that, that you would like more than some of the other one ones. I mean, th- it's not a complicated plot. There, like, you know, there's no, like, oh, we gotta do this for the Technodrome. There's no Shudder and Krang. Uh, I will say, uh, and I'll get into this more in other podcasts, uh, the way that CBS, like, kind of paired, how kind of did these episodes was, like, the first half of the hour was, like, a Shredder and Krang episode, and then the second half was, like, these uh, turtle-focused episodes, and usually the turtle-focused episodes did not have uh, Shredder and Krang, like, because, like, most of these turtle-focused episodes have, like, the turtle's name in the actual title itself. Uh-huh. And so uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot more uh, of these like you know a lot lot more uh, th- that's also why if you remember back in b- back like when we were talking about syndicated season four uh, there was an episode title uh, uh, Michelangelo toys around that's why I still think that that episode was meant for the CBS to be one of these second half episodes like um, but but yeah uh, it. It's an enjoyable episode. Something I will never forget when my good friend at the time, uh, we, uh, we watched it together. I remember, like, when we talked about the episode, like, when we came back to school. 
the one of the things he said, he was like, I didn't laugh at anyone's jokes other than Raphael's. He was like, I laughed so hard at Raphael's jokes, and like, I don't know, I don't know why. As a kid, I, I was like, I was like, yeah, I laughed at Raphael's jokes too, because like we had to like say that Raphael was funny, but like, <laughs> I mean, obviously he is funny because you know, uh, he made Anna laugh. You know, tell, turtle elevator joke. There you go. There you go, Rob Paulson. You 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 got her. <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, I, that, that was something I, I just remember, like from my childhood, was just was was that part of, uh, yeah. And I mean, obviously, obviously, I thought Barney was funny. Uh, I, I I did. I think it's funny. Um, I still think I I don't know who programmed it that they they made sure that these two were together. I like that they made these two uh, together, especially when I was a kid. I really thought these two paired really well together, especially since this was the CBS like premiere and everything. So it was cool like having these. Uh, but yeah, um, it was real fun. Uh, you know, join us next week. Next week we'll be talking about the episode Bebop and Rocksteady Conquer the Universe. I know that's exactly what Anna wants to see. Yes, that would be fun. Right. Uh, if you have any memories or questions about this episode, be sure to email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at turtlerecallpod. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, honey? You want to tell people how to raise turtles? No, but I mean, every day before my podcast, I have to eat ice cream. That's right. If anyone wants to sponsor us with ice cream. Hey, Bluebell, you want to you wanna sponsor us? Uh, like, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead, exactly. Uh, ben and Jerry, what are you, what are you guys doing? Let, sponsor Turtle Recall. We can have a Turtle Recall, uh, you know, ice cream flavor. You know, we can be cool like that, too. And, you know, also, thank you, Raphael, for giving us, giving this podcast a shout-out. Really appreciate it. All right, till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.